welcome to Relationship Redefined. I'm your host, Alyssa Beth, a parent and relationship coach. As a coach, my focus is to guide you towards becoming aware, authentic, and aligned with your true self. Our outer relationships serve as mirrors reflecting our inner world. It is through this understanding that we can embark on a journey of self-discovery and alignment. On this podcast, we explore the profound connection between our inner selves and the relationships we form with others. With a focus on awareness, authenticity, and alignment, we dive into thought-provoking discussions and practical strategies to help you cultivate. All right, our guest today is Emily Thoreau Threat. She's the author of Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief. Emily has learned to face life with love, optimism, and joy. Her mission is to comfort and support those dealing with grief and loss, focusing on positivity. Emily, would you mind introducing yourself? Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, You said a lot with what you just described, but I have, after my husband's died, I really needed to find something for me to do after that. I've been taking care of uh, the last husband who died for two years, and I found myself writing a lot. So my writing was just for me. It wasn't to share with anybody, but it helping me explore my thoughts and what was happening. And that led me to see how much writing helped me. So I started teaching writing to other people who were dealing with grief. And that went really well. But I felt like there was something missing. And so I decided to add happiness into the equation. And that's been fabulous to have people write together and then learn happiness practices together. And we meet every week. And by the end of each uh, session, everybody's smiling, which is really good for a bunch of people who are grieving. And I've I've written two books now. My second one, the, uh, the Grief and Happiness Handbook just came out also and is already an international bestseller. Congratulations. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. <laughs> I love how you added happiness to the equation. Um, I am a writer also, and it is has been such a healing experience for me. And there have been times that I've wanted to create a program for a writing program for others to help them heal um, from trauma. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that is wonderful. Um, you said more than one husband? Yes, I had two, two husbands who died. I was married to Jacques for 22 years and never intended to get married again. But then I met Ron and we were together for 10 years and uh, oh. he, he died almost, it'll be six years ago, uh, very soon. Oh my goodness. It is amazing. You are a very, very strong woman. That is just unbelievable. I mean, with so many people struggling in the relationships, to see you have two really incredible relationships is amazing. I mean, to help other people as they're dealing with the grief. I, I can see just how you glow. So... <laughs> That is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I, you know, I, I often say, and people are surprised when I say it, that I'm happier now than I ever have been. But it's because I have recognized the, the beauty, the the wonder of being married to two great husbands, and then being able to help people, other people, now that um, 
they've transitioned, I can help other people find their happiness too while they're grieving. And it, it feels really good to be able to do that. That is so heartwarming. That is just amazing. I love that. Congratulations to you for being able to find that. That is you know, that happiness and your your mission. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. In your book, uh, Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief, you explore the process of reclaiming joy in the face of loss. Can you share some of your practical strategies or exercises that listeners can improve? Well, can implement. You can implement. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> I, I think the most important thing is taking care of yourself because a lot of people are not happy when they're grieving because they're not paying attention to themselves. Right. And it's, it's very important to uh, just physically take care of yourself, eat well, do whatever exercise works for you, but also emotionally take care of yourself because it's often that people who are grieving will isolate themselves and not talk to people or they think people don't want to talk to them. And so they just shut themselves off from the world. And the way that you can start um, feeling the joy that you would like to reclaim is by opening yourself up. I, I often am reminding people when they get in their own way, and that, that happens a lot, and when you can get out of your own way, then you can start finding things that you can be happy about and you can find joy in. Oh. That is so true. It's funny because um, I have lost people in my life, but um, it is other areas of my life that I grieved mm -hmm. <laughs> too. Yes. And I did have a very hard time um, finding joy and taking care of myself. You know, it was like I just physically and emotionally, I really didn't, I just kind of gave up, you know, for a while there. So I do understand that. That is. Um, very necessary for people to actually stop and say, hey, I need to continue. I need to, you know, just because they've transitioned doesn't mean that I need to stop my life. That's right. Absolutely. And, and you brought up a very significant point that grieving is not just for people who die. Because right. there's so many things you can grieve, the end of a marriage, the loss of a job. Um, one of the people in our group had her house burned down and yes grieves that loss so there's there's lots of things that you grieve with that we we don't often put that word with because grief seems to go with people but there's lots of things to grieve in life and when you recognize that and deal with it then the rest of your life can open up and you can find that space for happiness yes that's amazing okay so you are also the host of the Grief and Happiness podcast. What are some of the most powerful stories or experiences you've, you've encountered from individuals? That's a really good question because I've had about <laughs> 150 uh, episodes so far. And every time I, I talk to somebody, I go, oh, this was the best one I ever did. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just really neat. I've met fabulous people from all walks of life, lots of different kinds of grief, lots of different ways they've dealt with grief. And 
it's, they're happy, you know, and yeah. it, it, to me, it's, it's such a great example of, of people being able to take what they've learned. Um, I just recorded one yesterday, actually, with someone, a young woman who's experienced way too much grief, uh, very, very close people to her dying. And she has discovered the value of therapy. And that's something that people don't often think about. They, they might be embarrassed about it or think it's not going to work for them or they don't know how to find a therapist. Or, and sometimes it's, it's so important to reach out for help when you need it. And she's just, she's a real advocate now for uh, going to therapy. And that I hadn't had anybody talk about that before in, in with the power that she has of what it's done for her, how it's changed her life. And she's just a real advocate for that. Now she actually speaks on it to, to, uh, to groups and schools and different places. That is amazing. And it's true. A lot of people don't think of that as an option or they think, well, maybe it's not an option for me because I don't have a mental illness or I'm really not that bad off, you know, mm -hmm. they make all kinds of excuses. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's getting out of your own way that I was just talking about when you, when you recognize that. Yes. Okay. Uh, the pursuit of happiness is a universal desire. Based on your expertise, what are some effective practices or habits that individuals can incorporate in their daily lives to enhance the overall, overall well-being? Well, for me, and this is something I talk about all the time, the number one thing that can lead you to happiness is gratitude. And that might sound kind of funny, <laughs> but it really makes a difference. I know after Jacques died, my, my first husband who died, um, I somebody told me about writing down things that I was grateful for. And I said, yeah, right. <laughs> my husband died. I don't have anything to be grateful for. But I, I kept getting the message from different people and in different ways. And so I thought, well, it wouldn't hurt to try. And mm -hmm. so I decided I would I would just sit down, I'd get out a piece of paper and write down 10 things I was happy for, or grateful for, rather. And it was easy. I was surprised <laughs> that as, as down as I was feeling, there was so much good in my life. And so I just started writing more and it got to be kind of a, a habit for me. I would be standing in line at the bank and pull out a, like a receipt out of my purse so that I could write on the back of it because I didn't want to forget that thing that I was grateful for that I just thought of. And the, the more I saw that I was grateful for, the more I could see how there was a lot of good in my life. It, it, it enabled me to actually be open to love again when Ron came along, uh, along and had I not discovered that practice and uh, find a way for me to see that, that life is good and that I already have a lot of things to be happy about and grateful for. So gratitude made a huge difference for me. And I strongly recommend it. It's something anybody can do. It doesn't cost anything. You don't have to be with anybody else to do it. You can just do it as often as you want to. And I highly recommend doing it at least every day. That is amazing and beautiful it is so funny because again when I was going through my grieving periods is like uh, I kept getting that message from spirit you know practice gratitude write down things that you're grateful for and I was like you know 
I don't really feel grateful. You know, finding that happier vibration just felt so far out of my reach, so far out of the realms of possibility. So, I mean, but, you know, being the writer that I am, I just, I did, I sat down and I started writing out, you know, just a few things. And at Mm -hmm. first, you know, I was like, okay, five things. And those five things were really, really hard at first because because I was so stuck in that darkness, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> yes. So, but eventually I was able to pull myself out of that. And you're right. Gratitude is like one of the easiest ways to change your vibration to a happier and mental, you know, your mental state into a happier place of being. Oh, yes. So... I love that your work encompasses the intersection of grief and happiness. Uh, could you discuss how grief can shape our capacity for experiencing joy and the importance of acknowledging both emotions in our healing journey? When you love someone deeply, and it doesn't have to, as we mentioned, it doesn't have to be a person. If you love something deeply, like you, you had your, Oh, the the people I'm thinking of now that are dealing with floods and fires so much in, right. in the world, and your your whole life can change with the loss of something like that, or the loss of of your child, or the loss of a husband, or the loss of a, a dear pet, who whatever it is you've lost, when when you're dealing with loss, it's so easy to not be able to allow yourself to find that joy and find that happiness. And it's, it's critical, I think, for survival. It's a, a survival mechanism. And that sounds kind of simplified. But when you can start discovering things, like I, I mentioned someone who had her, her house burned down and she was able to find a beautiful house with her husband someplace else that they never would have thought of moving to before because they were happy with the house and where they lived. And it gave them all kinds of new opportunities with new friends, new things, uh, seeing beauty and joy in their lives to be able to help themselves recover. That is wonderful. And it is so true. That is actually one thing that I work on with other people sometimes, you know, because when they have the ending of relationship, you know, they're grieving the ending, but they're also grieving what could have been, Mm -hmm. you know, and because of that, it is very difficult for them to move past that relationship because it's actually a lot of times it's not even the ending that is so devastating to them. It is actually what could have been and, you know, what they planned for their future, that they're actually grieving their future, (laughs) essentially. And Mm -hmm. so helping them step away from the what could have been and seeing that there's so much beauty in this part of their life so that they can be open to a new and better future is, you know, it, it can be challenging sometimes, but it is so vital and it really, I mean, you're proof that it works. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are so inspiring. I truly appreciate you being on Relationship Redefined. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Well, um, do you have anything else that you would like to uh, speak about before we go? 
Oh, well, one other thing. I mentioned the two books that I, I have that are very helpful. People are just... Uh, amazed uh, so many of them give me a hard time about you can't be happy and grief at the same time and <laughs> they're surprised but what led me to the the write the books is uh when a friend died and i decided to write to his wife who was also a dear friend uh, every week for a year to help guide her through and when i did that and i wrote all those 52 things down i thought this is an outline for a book. So that's really where the books came from. But I also saw the value of the cards. She just raved about how helpful they were for her and what a difference it made. So I'm just now publishing those cards too. And they're, they're quite beautiful. Uh, one side has a, a picture that I've taken 52 different pictures here on Maui, where I live of just beautiful things here. So you can just look at something beautiful, which helps your frame of right. mind. Yeah. And then on, on the other side, it has uh, whatever it was that I said in each one of those different cards that, that was for help and comfort during that first year. So it's a, another different way to help per people uh, deal with their grief and find things to be happy about. And I'm, I'm really pleased with those too. So I've got lots of different ways that we can help people and help people help themselves. And where can you find those cards at? The cards will be available on Amazon uh, soon. Uh, they're they're okay. in the process of being printed now. They've they're all designed and all created. They just have to finish the printing and then they'll be available on Amazon. And and they're uh, grief and happiness cards. So <laughs> excellent. And I assume you've got a Amazon publisher uh, author page so that people can go and yes connect yeah. with you there. That's right. Okay, excellent. Yes, your I your book. It, it, the cover is so incredibly beautiful. I can't wait to share it with our listeners. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, the the designers just did a wonderful job on that. And the other thing I didn't mention is the Grief and Happiness Alliance, which is that group that I was telling you about that people write and learn happiness on. And we meet every Sunday, and. It doesn't cost anything. We meet online so you can come from all over the world and people do come from different places in the world. And it doesn't cost anything because we have a nonprofit organization called the Grief and Happiness Alliance, nonprofit organization that funds it so people don't have to pay to get help through their grief. And all of the proceeds from the books and cards goes to funding that organization so that we can make all these services available. That is amazing. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, of course, your links will be below the podcast so that people can connect with you and check out your the Grief and Happiness Alliance and, um, and check your books as well. <laughs> thank you. I'm so, so happy you gave me this opportunity. I, I love to reach as many people as I possibly can with this message. Oh, it is a beautiful message. And I am so grateful that you were able to come on to Relationship Redefined. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Emily Thoreau Threat. <laughs> okay. Aloha. Aloha.